discuss our life experiences from the ups to the downs to everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Lily. This is Mario. Happy Tuesday, everyone. It's a rainy day here in LA. It's been raining so hard. That's unbelievable. I thought Mario was joking when he said it was raining because I thought it was just your virtual background that's raining. Well, it's it's virtual background. It's actually raining. Um, And in Mm -hmm. fact, we actually got a a flash flood warning uh, like earlier today. I don't think it impacted my area, but still, like it rains quite a bit. And Dang. I mean, there's a nice thing about it. I forgot to wash my car this week, so I just pull out my car <laughs> to the driveway. Wait, you wash your car every week? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. You wow, know, like I don't think look... I wash my car every well, maybe once a year. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're okay with your car, like, just whatever or like like the outside yeah well i mean okay maybe to be fair before i got this car i wasn't too into you were washing your old car (laughs) you were definitely not washing your old car no i did i did i washed my old car but definitely not once a week uh maybe like once a month right um but now i'm washing it once a week the reason being like you know you gotta be ready anytime anywhere yeah just just be ready you know you never know what are you doing what what are you ready for <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to run from the police <laughs> no 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 i, I mean they're uh, gonna know uh doing some illegal if it's, things, if it's such know? a br- yeah if it's a brand new shiny car they're gonna know <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i think the reason i wash it once a week is um well as you know, I got a black car now, so mm. for a black car to look good, you have to keep it clean. Uh, if it's like mm. dirty, especially at nighttime, if it's dirty, it just looks ugly, um, especially with the <laughs> light on it and everything. And yeah, I mean, I'm not really OCD about it, but I try to keep it like once a week. Uh, wow. But yeah, I guess today, you know, the, the rain kind of helped, so I don't have to do as much that's um, impressive yeah i don't wash my car very often maybe once a year maybe twice a year um but once a week sounds intense but yes that but is the good thing about rain but isn't the thunder sometimes like springtime in poland like isn't it like gonna get green and everything on your windshield it's gonna get yellow but it will it also is atlanta so it will rain a lot Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot. I forgot uh, about so that's, it. That's the good thing. Like you said, okay, okay. if you just kind of like leave your car outside, it'll rain mm. a whole lot. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's true. I, I've been washing more than I needed these days, but yeah, that's kind of my ritual uh, these days now. And <laughs> and speaking of like LA. Mm. I'm not sure if you heard of it, but somebody won a Powerball yesterday. <gasps> I saw. I and, saw one of my and, friends message me. Yeah. And the city, well, the winning ticket is in California. In fact, it's in Los Angeles. Not not Los Angeles. Uh, it's LA County, but yeah. it's in a place called Altadena, I guess. Uh, north of Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I actually bought... <laughs> actually bought, you bought one okay believe it or not i i ever since i go to school to georgia at georgia tech 
I was never a believer of like actually winning a lottery ticket. Just because if you study probably the statistic, like you know, like the you chances. You didn't are... believe. Wait, sorry, you didn't believe in the chance of winning the lottery. No, no, I, I believe that the chance of winning is like super low. That oh yes, so that is true. That getting struck by thunder is probably the likelihood is probably higher than getting a lottery. If that makes sense, <laughs> and yeah, the interesting thing is you know there's only one winner for this lottery yeah. ticket. And apparently it's one point nine billion. I'm not sure what the person is gonna do with that, but and yeah, yeah. do you want to know so, a fun fact mm-hmm. about the lottery? Yeah, what is it? Um, they changed it recently. So before they used to have, like maybe the I'm definitely my numbers are definitely wrong, but something like this, like the first five numbers, it used to be like one to forty or something. Yeah, and then yeah, you pick yeah. five from there. But now it's like one to seventy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're their argument for that was saying like that way we'll have fewer wins so the pot will keep getting bigger um i mean so that's, that's true. their argument yeah. for it that is true but that's yeah. also worse for everybody else and uh, so necessarily i think i think if you are going to win like there, there are well, people who it... <laughs> spend there, there are people who spend a hundred and thousand like yesterday i went to gas station with my mom because my mom was the one who wanted to buy it that's why i just went with her and I saw many people bought like 60 bucks, 100 bucks. I'm like, yo, you know, like if if it's fated that you're going to win this, one I guess, number is all you need. Honestly. I guess that's true. Yeah. You might as well win big if you're going to win anyway. Yeah, exactly. Why spend so much if you know you're not going to win? Uh, so just mm. buy one number and be, you know, be cool with it. And so, so given that the winning ticket was sold in Altadina, which is close to Pasadena, which is where CK is living right now. And I texted him today. I was like, yo, CK, <laughs> if you win, don't run away. You got to split something At least give me like, you know, 500K or 1 million. Just, just give me if you win. And he's like, oh. Yeah. He's like, oh, don't worry. If I win, I'm going to spend it on the same day. I was like, you know it's 1.9 billion. What are you going to spend on it? He said, oh, I'm just going to buy all the private jets there are. Out here, I'm like, bro, that's too excessive. <laughs> that's too much money to be spending that's on. That's a, um, a bad investment. Yeah. I remember um, in my work, they were asking people, like, if you did win $2 billion in the Powerball, would you tell your friends or family? And um, somebody, somebody said, absolutely not. I will take that money, run away with my baby, and live on an island. <laughs> And um, and somebody else said, one point nine billion is large enough that I can give some to my family as like hush money, and then just keep the rest for myself. I don't think the hush money will work. Once you give us money, <laughs> it's gonna keep continuing. Uh, for me, yeah. I think the best way would be act as if nothing happened, like act as if like you didn't win anything, and then just <laughs> just keep it cool for like a couple of months. And then you'll give to the one that's close to you. Like, let's say for me, it'll be my brother and my mom. And then be like, yeah, I won't. After a few months, after things cool down, right? Not not like that right Your second. mom would be so mad if you kept that a secret <laughs> for her from like four months. I mean, Your mom before. would be so mad. But but think of the flip side, right? If you have a weak heart, and suddenly you'd be like, whoa, I won like 1.9 billion. 
some people might faint from it, right? You have to <laughs> let it cool a little bit, you know, make sure nothing happened, everyone is cool. Then you You're suddenly protecting say, them. Yeah, protecting them. You know, I'm I'm actually uh, thinking of their health. You know, so I'm not trying uh-huh. to harm them by scaring them by giving the fact. <laughs> on the get-go you know so you're slowly mm-hmm. easing in on the fact so that way the harm that's caused is very minimal um why are you causing harm with <laughs> lots of money <laughs> no no i've heard stories where i mean it doesn't it didn't happen in us but in asia that they were one i think old couple like one of the grandpa like actually won lottery it was pretty big jackpot too and then he was telling his wife and then his wife faint because he told her that. And that was quite unfortunate. That's why I say if you win like a big jackpot like this, you have to be super calm and like not like super energized about it because it might backfire. So that's why I say you know, take, take a few months to reflect yourself, then slowly tell them it's probably the better way to go. And I think mm. by that time, you should be able to have a clearer mindset of like what you're actually going to do with that money, right? Because... There are also stories where people, they won lotteries and then they just spend very lavishly and then they actually mm. owe more than they won and mm. they go bankrupt, right? So, yeah, not necessarily a good thing to win lottery, but just have to kind of play the game. Yeah, um, I'm reading yeah. this book right now and two of the characters, like this couple, they won the lottery too like in the book like Mm -hmm. 22 million dollars or something and it's i'm not super into like super far into the book yet but they've been like oh um it's been so hard nobody's been grateful i gave her a million (laughs) dollars and she still wants more of course and like um my brother's cousin who we never talked to wanted us to pay off his like house mortgage Mm -hmm. and we we bought him a car instead which we thought was really nice but then he got really upset about it so he paid off his house too Mm. and then um like uh all these people come out from nowhere they're they're all saying like oh ten thousand dollars is probably not a lot to you but it'll mean a lot to me and like i i hope you can donate to um like my student debt or my children's school or like this charity i'm a fan of and she's like everybody at this point like just give them the money like i don't care it just sucks having it i'm like oh that's kind of sad yeah that's what that's what i'm saying like you just keep it cool keep it like as if you didn't win anything for a couple of months and then (laughs) you just give you just tell the one that's really close to you then usually there is no problem that way um Mm. And you can think well, more logically we'll too at that point. Yeah. That's true. Have you bought lottery tickets before this week? Uh, you mean like in the past? Have I bought it before? Mm. Mm. I have before, but very rare. Like, I don't remember. Probably I can come with my finger how many times I bought, like for myself. Uh, but most of the time, yeah, I think my mom. My mom, she's always like, you know, one point nine billion, you get one chance, and that's it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you won't win it. There is no point to buy it. She's like, don't jinx it. You have to go buy it. Mm. So okay, fine. 
Um, it's like so. a very big Asian thing I've noticed. Like every time there's a big holiday, um, yeah. my parents will buy like one or two tickets, and they let mm. like when I was a kid, they let me choose which numbers to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or a lot of the times, I'm just now realizing this, but we used to do a lot of traveling like out of state, mm-hmm. and for some reason, we would always buy a lottery ticket from like yeah. a new state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that common? That's pretty I'm, common. I forgot about uh, it. That's pretty common. There, I mean, oh. it happens many times where like, it's not just even state. Like, I think people from different countries come to like visiting other countries, and they will buy mm. a lottery ticket there, and then they somehow ended up winning it. Uh, that actually yeah. more often than not, that happens. So, mm. so next time you travel to Japan or anywhere, yeah. Remember to buy one ticket <laughs> before you come home. You might you might have to travel there to redeem your prizes afterwards. That could be cool. Yeah. yeah, I think um the most I've ever won is like a few dollars, and that's before if you get like one or even two numbers correct, you mm. get like a dollar or two dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. But now I think you need to get like three or four correct. Yeah, um, I think. If you get two in the front one in the back, anything. you get like seven bucks or eight bucks or something like that. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. One I of mean, my for... friends posted on Facebook that uh-huh. she won the one point nine billion Powerball. She's very excited for her four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> She's part of the winner, but not yeah. the big pot winner, but still a winner. She won. Technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so I, I i never i think i don't think i ever win lottery per se like even like those like three four dollar eight dollar one but someone has indirectly won the lottery in my place so and what does that mean indirectly won the lottery yeah so when i was in indonesia like, so this is probably like more like asian thing again like when you are small like the adults will like ask you to pick out like they'll have a number you know on a cup or whatever they ask you to draw the numbers <laughs> and then yeah my neighbor like one of the neighbor uh she yeah one day she just asked me to go there and she gave me candy or something and then she was like oh can you draw something for me i said like, okay yeah, i draw 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 and then she bought i think they call it lotto it's like four number or whatever um and then she bought and then she hit the jackpot that night and then after that, she bought many things for me afterward, which is nice. Wow. Um, the, but that was, that's why I say it's indirectly, right? Because I didn't, I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm not the one who actually won. Wow. But she did. Um, wow, yeah. I'm in the presence of a winner. <laughs> indirect winner, oh to be exact. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know for, um, for, I don't know if it's the Georgia lottery or if it's like the Powerball kind of like like a national thing but one of my friends downloaded an app like the official lottery app and if you Mm. deposit not deposit like if you put in a hundred dollars of credit or if you put in a hundred dollars into the app it will give you a hundred fifty dollars worth of credit so technically like fifty dollars for like play worth so you get like 25 extra Mm -hmm. lottery tickets and so every day for the past week he's been playing he's been like putting in five cards hoping to win the powerball so it's ten dollars every day and uh, he uh, he didn't win and then today we were hanging out 
and he checked his phone and he goes oh my god i won ten dollars and i said really he goes oh wait i read that wrong i paid ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh my god so oh, he's doing his best oh. out there mm. yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't bet on powerball like i said the chance is really low yeah unless you're like the person who won it i bet it's probably some money like he he or she didn't spend in the past life and somehow he or she passed away and then this you know this life they were like okay i'm giving it back to you oh so you can actually spend it this ti- this lifetime that's you know? cute uh, yeah what would you yeah. the difference between one billion and one million is actually crazy right like what would you do with one billion dollars okay so i actually did a research on this yeah. uh so winning is 1.9 billion yeah. right but there's a two way to withdraw the winning money uh, so one way is actually just withdraw in full. Okay. But with that, you only withdraw about like 700 to 800 million. Then you have to pay tax right, right away. And then there's another way where you actually withdraw through a series of like years. So you withdraw a little bit by a little bit. That one, I think you get taxed less and you actually get more in the end. Right. So, so it's like you want to get a chunk of money right away or you want to get a little bit by a little bit. Uh, so if you withdraw so, all of the 1.9 billion at once, you only get like 700 to 800,000, 800 million? 700 or 800 million, yeah. 700 oh, to 800 that's million like ish. less than half. That's Because you have to pay, you have to pay tax, you have to pay this and that. Yeah, so a lot of it. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah but, but at that point, I mean, if you win 1.9 billion and you get 700 million, who cares I'm about you know, saying... 800 million? <laughs> billion is different than 700 million you know that's that's well (laughs) for me if you give me 2 million or 1 million i'm already happy to (laughs) care about the rest of the million right so yeah but to maybe to your question there right what would i do with that money um maybe let's let's to put it fair let's assume i withdraw everything i get 700 million um I think one definitely is I would try to take a big chunk of this money and invest in real estate around the world. Mm. That's the first thing I would do. First thing um, you would do? First thing I would do. You wouldn't give it yeah. to your mom? She'll be so sad. Well, she I mean, she lives with me, so she's going <laughs> to have all the things I have, right? So it doesn't really matter. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll buy her name brand back, like, really good one like Burberry <laughs> or Hermes or Prada you know yeah those are those are for sure okay so I think like the first thing I'll do is like okay. invest real in real estate real estate around the world yeah the reason being like one if I go travel there's always place to stay and then you know it's it's nice to travel around the world that have the place under your name mm-hmm. right and that's probably gonna cost a ton for sure that's probably like a big chunk of the money probably 200 300 million probably down the drain already okay. at that point um and i will probably this might sound crazy but uh i'll probably buy a badminton court or facility <laughs> um <laughs> that sounds uh, just or, or like actually you. build one or actually or actually build one right in that regard yeah. um just because 
uh, yeah, I, I really want to have my own badminton facility. I have some friends who but, like are who maybe they mm-hmm. stopped, but at some point they were like looking into how they can open a badminton gym. So they went to a bunch of properties so and stuff. Not... And I think yeah. that they were saying that they can either honestly cheapest option is to just build it from scratch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then second cheapest is to like find an old grocery store is like they're apparently they're tall enough they're big enough to hold oh, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah so yeah hmm, maybe 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 yeah grocery store or like old warehouse usually is a really good place to build one um because one it's gonna be cheap and then you're gonna have a big space to do it right mm-hmm. and yeah so assuming i have those two i think the next one will be like buying my main residence or even building my own residence i think that's the thing i would invest in um yeah because i just never have like a lavish house i guess (laughs) to put it better to put it like a better word uh i think that would be a nice thing to have Mm. um yeah and then i didn't yeah otherwise besides those yeah i think i'll just use the rest like kind of traveling around the, the world but that's about it like any other things that's like materialistic, like car or whatever, I don't really care too much. Mm. Um, but yeah, those those will be my main component. The reason being, right, you have a lot of money. You want to invest more to make more money. So <laughs> that's kind of like my idea there mm. uh, in terms of investment, right? But what about you? What will you do with that 700 million? 700 million. Okay. First, I, you know, let, let me think about this. The thing is, is if you think about it, like, one million is already such a large chunk of money that you think about it, like, what would I do with a million dollars? And then you have 700 of those little chunks, you know? So that means you can... Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a that's lot true. of money. Yeah, um, I genuinely think something similar, um, I would probably spend, like, out of that, I'd probably keep, like... A hundred million? That sounds crazy. A hundred million just to like mm-hmm. fund, like buy a house, what I need. Like, do I need a car? Like, if I need to. Oh, actually, there's one thing I missed. What? I wanna maybe input first yeah. before you say. So, I would use some of the money to open up like a orphanage um, mm. for kids uh, to basically, like, you know, get them running and then to a point where they actually finish like college. Mm. Like, that would be the dream. Um, yeah. Like, actually have an orphanage and kind of provide for the kids. But, yeah, that would, that would be one thing I would... Yeah, like, you're... Invest in. Yeah. The other thing? Yeah. You know, pay pay back. Yeah. That would be that. So, like, I think the first chunk of it would be, like, anything that I, like, need to live, like, a comfortable life. Not anything too lavish. Just, like, something maybe, like something that i like and then keep like the rest of the hundred mil or whatever it is for so i don't have to like worry for the rest of my life like if i want to eat out i don't need to worry about it like right now i'm at the port the point that like i'm kind of poor my bank account's kind of suffering so (laughs) (laughs) like to not have to worry about that and i'm sure a lot of people agree that would be kind of cool um 
and then i would probably just throw like another 100 mil to like parents and then they can figure out like which of the family members they want to give out to because i don't know my mm. family at all so i'll just i'll just give mm-hmm. them that money to play with and then maybe the third hundred mil for like my friends and like just doing nice things for them and then the rest i feel like i just kind of put into different charities and whatever like i like Mm. and some maybe something like that like start like fund orphanages and get them because yeah you're right like i work with a lot of kids and maybe like giving back to something in that area would be really nice but i realistically i would only see myself personally using like like a a percentage of whatever i win in the lottery and then Mm. just keeping just keeping some for myself in the back pocket using some for whatever giving some away and then the rest is kind of just like free like someone can take it like and i don't really care so anyone (laughs) will steal it that's that's free money if it uh i would rather it not be stolen from me but it is okay Okay. Like, <laughs> so you can just fly from the airplane and just throw all the hundreds down. Yeah, why airplane. not? <laughs> hey, take that it. could be kind of cool. Take it. Yeah. So yeah. that that's kind of how I would do it. I really don't know what I would do if I came across a large amount of money. I feel like I would live a very mm-hmm. normal life. Um, mm-hmm. I would just like check my bank account mm-hmm. less often. That's kind of all that would happen, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, not not very not very exciting on my end. Um, yeah, it's very definitely somewhat different than my view. I think for me, it's like okay, if I have the money, then the first thing I want to do is grow the money mm. uh, before even giving to other people. Um, at that point, like, just what so do you, need you know, to once, grow? once you. At that point, like, what do you need to grow? Oh, believe it or not, there are people who can lavishly just deplete all the well, money. Well, I, I know <laughs> I know those people exist, you... <laughs> but you're not one of them. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's hard to say, right? Because once you win a big money, it, there's a saying, right? money changes a person. <laughs> that is That saying is never, like, that saying is always true. Mm. I think it's hard to say now. Because like we actually don't have that money, but imagine if you actually win that money, you might have acted or feel differently hmm. after that. Okay. Okay. Right. So I'll see a difference. That's why I say like first thing we do, first thing I would do is like collect the money and just be calm for three months, <laughs> not doing anything, and just be like yeah, just work every day, just feel like normal, and then think about how I should, well, first distribute that money, second how I grow that money. I think that's the two main thing i want to think about um if you have won but yeah like you said if you mm. had won the money and then kept it for a few months like would you want to keep working i feel like i would lose all willpower to go to work so that's the problem right (laughs) if you suddenly quit and stop doing the things that you usually do people know right (laughs) okay this person is odd either he just quit for the sake of quitting or he something big changes in his or her life oh my gosh um and 
I mean, to your point, if I win, likely I'll lose my willpower to work <laughs> at that point. I mean, I'm just gonna be like, you know, I'm just gonna do my minimal work for two, three months, and then just tell my boss, hey, you don't have to pay me, just. Just let me work for four years. Oh my god! Two three months. <laughs> That's so much more so, suspicious. <laughs> just say, um, yeah, I'm overloaded. My bag is overloaded. You cannot send more money to me. Just, just keep it. Just, just send it to charity or something. Oh I just keep gosh. it. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, but joking aside, I think. Yeah, I think definitely first thing is like you know. Anything I can help in my family, I think that will come first for sure, and the rest would be pretty much what I mentioned earlier. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I would do. But I'll try to keep it low key though, because worst thing you can do is like try to kind of hype it up and then kind of like come crashing, that's and true. that'll be the worst. Yeah. 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 What if it comes to be? Yeah. What if it comes to be that you're like, oh my gosh, I won two billion dollars, and then you make all these promises, and turns out like. You only get. I didn't win. You didn't win, or like there was a faulty error, or whatever it is. Oh, then I might have to run away from United States. <laughs> I might have to move to somewhere that people cannot connect to me. That's that's why I say right. I think it's it's easy to make promises, and sometimes it's really hard to fulfill. So it's be- it's better to just sit idle for a couple months, mm. and then knowing that okay, the money is secure. In your bank account, like it's secure in your trust, then only then you can actually do some something. So that's kind of like what I would propose to do. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, well, I think speaking speaking about money and lottery gets us get us pretty hyped up at this point. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit more of the negative news. Negative. Um, <laughs> you know this i mean there's always like good and bad news you know we give everyone a, a sweet taste of good news first right? a lottery uh, and we end on bad win. news so don't yeah then now we end with bad news right so that we can end in a good note um so <laughs> i'm not sure if you heard but recently there's been a lot of tech layoff right twitter for example lay off 50 percent of the workers uh, and I know Meta slash Facebook is going to lay off like I think potentially ten of thousands starting tomorrow. Uh, there's also layoff from other like big companies, Salesforce, and actually much more. Like I think Lyft is also laying off thirteen percent of the workforce. Seems to be a trend across the industry. Mm. Um, well, I mean, the economy is not doing so hot either, so that's probably one of the reasons why this is happening. So, well, I mean, knock on wood, like, pretty grateful, like, so far that hasn't impacted my company that I'm in right now. So, hope to keep it that way. But definitely, uh, at least right now, uh, in my company, we are still hiring, and we are definitely seeing more people from, like, Twitter, is in the pipeline so i know <laughs> i know for sure that i impacted and i mean i feel sorry mm. for that but i hope you know for those that get impacted get new jobs soon so speaking of that any worry on your side i know you're well for your line of work is similar but it, it is a little bit different mm. how has it been 
in the industry you're working in? Um, to be fair, nobody's really talked about it. Not in like the consulting side. I think, honestly, from a, from a consulting perspective, it's actually like a pretty good thing. <laughs> um, what usually happens when a, this is a terrible, like ethically, mental, or for like personally, but from a business side of consulting, typically what's happened is when a company lays off a bunch of people they still need all their functions and projects to continue so they they realize very fast that they suddenly don't have enough manpower to complete all their projects yeah and then Mm -hmm. they need a lot of short-term like build fast kind of people and tech mm-hmm. consultants really fit the bill easily for that mm. um so on my end there's not been a lot of concern almost just a just a push of hey make sure you are engaging with your client um if they might need more support now than they did previously mm. just like help them more but one of the things that one of my former managers used to say is that as consultants, we will never be out of a job because mm. people people hire consultants because there's something wrong with their system, right? They want somebody to come fix mm, it. I see. And they'll never listen to somebody at their own company. They might they'll never listen to somebody like lower the chain like lower in the chain than they are and they'll never like really understand the problem themselves they'd rather just hire an expert to come in and say yes you this is where it's wrong and try to fix it so in that sense like psycho psychologically consulting will always be a big part of the workforce so for me like it hasn't been a big question but I know like most of my friends like you are in like the more corporate two stand like startup tech life. Are you concerned about it on your end? Actually, I'm uh, I don't want to speak too soon, but <laughs> I don't think I am concerned. That's good. At least the company I'm in and and even even if even if it happens i'm somewhat like mentally prepared mm. for it so let's say tomorrow my boss tell me oh sorry you know we gotta let you off because either we're paying you too much or you know something else i'm like okay yeah sure um <laughs> i won't necessarily fight back even though of course like there's bills to pay right and there's gonna be like yeah i have to pay bills but uh, if that happens, it would actually give me more freedom on the things I would have done if I didn't have a job. And maybe I'll just like, you know, it's a goal time. I should pursue what I want to do. Mm. Um, like a big change like that would actually push me to a direction that I want to go, but not willing to risk it right now because mm. there's bills to pay. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but if if you know if there's if you are forced into the situation, then the way I view it is like it's actually not a bad thing. Um, well, not a bad thing until the bills arrive to your table. <laughs> I will say, right? Uh, but but yeah, I think that's kind of the way I, I think about it. Mm-hmm. And so far, at least from my understanding, my company is somewhat healthy in terms of like, yeah, haven't seen any layoff recently. Uh, actually, been hiring. Uh, yeah, especially you know there are more layoff happening in tech companies, so we actually trying to catch more talent in the pipeline hmm. because of that. Uh, so that's a good mindset. In that regard, then I don't, yeah. So in that regard, I don't think is a worry on my end. I mean, there are definitely friends that work in tech. Not less, uh, not not a startup, but definitely more corporate company. It, they have express concern right they were like oh please not not me not this company you know don't uh i mean which i totally understand like mm-hmm. where they're coming from um because i think even right now let, let's say if you get uh layoff like at this time it will be it will be an awkward time to find another job just because mm-hmm. now it's kind of tricky market to find a job so that's why i say like if like if let's say i don't have a plan what i'm gonna do if i get laid off it's gonna be tricky but if i do have a plan like if i already mentally prepare i have a plan in case if i get laid off then i think as long as you prepare for it i don't think there's anything to be worried too much about mm. um i mean i haven't given too much thought about it on what i would do if i actually get laid off mm. but I, yeah, kind of somewhat know what I want to do, uh, or potentially even like take a few months off to do the things that I want to do. Yeah. Before going back in, so that's kind of like what I would do. I guess that's a good point. Like I want to. Truly, truly, I really like working. I like, kind of being part of, just a team and just working on things, but I have probably like a lot of people i've just like not been mentally into it so i want to take a break and just kind of do whatever Mm. i want to do um so honestly that might be not bad you're right like i would never be willing on my own to make a big life change like that yeah and so if something else this is a terrible way to think but if something else were to make that decision for me that would make my life so much easier yeah um, no, I mean, so much so that it is quite common that happens mm. uh, than not, right? Because it's really hard for me to just one day wake up and say, oh, you know, I just want to quit my job and do what I yeah. want. It's it's really hard to pull the trigger unless you are, like, so passionate and, like, you have the money to back you up, uh, to back you up, then you will do that. Otherwise, if the situation actually forces you that way, uh, yeah, then it will kind of, like, you don't have a choice like this is what you want to do mm. and you, you know just try to pursue it for a couple of months and see so that's kind of how i look at it um because especially when you are young like early 20s or even like early 30s i think you should try things that you know not as, that you know might fail but still giving a, a shot anyway mm. and then when you look back and then you know when you get older when you look back you feel like okay you know i did it whether successful or not, I, I did it, you know, I know I did it. And 
it's more fulfilling than just like doing the things that you are doing right now and then like 10 years later you'll be like what happened if I actually quit back then and do something else that I want to do mm-hmm. and you always have that in the back of your mind and yeah I think that might be like a regret that you cannot just go back in time and do it so mm. yeah that's kind of like the way I think about it but not sure if you <laughs> yeah kind of share the same sentiment but that's yeah. kind of how I look at it do you have any part of you that would realistically quit now um to pursue something else like is there like is that a flat zero i absolutely (laughs) cannot or like maybe like a little bit of chance i I don't know i would say i would if i don't have bills to pay you have a you have a house and a car yeah, because those are those are debt that I have to pay. Right? Think about that yeah. mortgage and auto car payment. Like if I don't have those, I'll be more bold in terms of the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So let's say, let's say I want to do like, be a YouTuber full time. Actually, if I don't have these two things, I'll I can if I am really serious about it, I can just quit and actually just do it mm. for like give myself like six months or a year and say okay, that's my deadline. After that one year pass, if nothing is happening, I sh- I should go back. Uh, but having a house and having a car payment it makes it even tougher um i'm not sure if i mentioned this in the podcast but like even till this day like i i really want to move to europe for one year and stay there for one year Mm. to test out living there and see like if like first test out whether us is really where i want to stay in the long term but right now it's really difficult for me to do that because again one I have house in a car and then second if I work there if I live in Europe right now I'll have to pay double tax which is mm. yeah which sucks so that's kind of drive me away from it but if situation arise where it push me to the direction yeah I'm not hesitating to do it if that's the case <laughs> but what about you were you willing will you be willing to quit and do the things that you want Uh, I don't like change so (laughs) um, (laughs) the answer I wish it was like I will do what I want to do which is true but I think my anxiety will take over more than my desire to do anything like i want to do mm. things there's things i want to do like i want to i thought about this recently like i want to actually focus a bit more on like making videos and stuff but and there's certain like art things that i would want to do but i don't think any of those things right now are like big enough passions that over that way heavier than my need for consistency you know like Mm. having um having a stable corporate-ish job is like nice enough that for me to actively stop it i would need to fall in love deeply with something and none of those things are that pressing those are all things that i can just like i'm okay 
doing in my free time. I'm okay with doing later. I'm also okay like with not doing them at all. And so when you have feelings like that, they're not strong enough, then it's kind of like, why, why would I? And so I mm. think the answer is I might be willing to quit and pursue something if I found something or was really, really dedicated to a project or a passion, but I don't think I found that. I see. Okay, yeah, that's fair. No, I also I think I, I can see that in you. But <laughs> given that you stayed at your job for like many years yeah, without changing, yeah, yeah. Um, so so you're pretty consistent and I don't like change. Your employer should be happy, and your employer should be happy that they hear this. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> I don't, don't think I I think in the first couple years, they probably had me marked down as like a flight risk type thing but now they're like oh, oh Lily's gonna be there forever like it's fine <laughs> I don't think there's any okay. concern yeah. anymore which is not great but it's I fine see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah I think for me it's different um maybe now not so much I think before I'm like super ambitious in everything that I do so like if work doesn't meet my expectation mm. like i'm just willing to leave or if i'm not happy i'm just willing to leave um although i don't change job that often as like other people in my industry to be honest like in my industry it's very common people that leave job and change job every year mm. um previously but yeah i only changed one job so far so um so yeah i, I don't really know and and the problem is like a lot of the things that I do on the side is like somehow I'm always able to find time to do those consistently like one video <laughs> a week or even though I'm lagging behind in video uh, recently I've been like super drained so I couldn't do much about it um, but yeah like podcast a week and, and all those things like you know I like can't do it weekly like hike a week like since I'm able to do those consistently like I know I won't be able to just like quit my job and pursue those unless somehow like those things I like, blow up and like okay I, I can feel like okay I can comfortably hmm. make a okay living by doing other things like if I have reached a point then suddenly I can quit my job like comfortably but before that it's kind of risky to do so mm-hmm. like like if take YouTube channel for example I have like what 13 subscriber how much am I gonna give <laughs> with 13 subscriber so um until then there's no way i I would like actually quit for youtube Mm. at least for now and and yeah also it's quite risky to do so and so yeah it's kind of it's kind of hard to make that decision but but if if i if i if i was being pushed to the direction then i'm actually willing to take a chance and and you know actually just do it Mm -hmm. but but yeah, I think that's kind of like where I am, and especially if it's something I can travel around the world, I think that's definitely like a biggest selling point for me. But for now, the opportunity is not there yet, so you know, just keeping a back burner for now. So, speaking of like consistency and no change, <laughs> <laughs> so like. Has your friends in the industry, I know you also have a lot of friends in the tech industry and things like that, have they 
do you know anyone that got impacted by this or her stories about those that got impacted? Uh, not yet, at least. I have some friends who like are at Meta, right? And I think they're, mm. they're a little bit worried because yeah. um, I think some of them official Meta business aren't like essential. Um, so yeah. they could be cut, which I think is ridiculous, but whatever. Um, and there's probably a lot of other people at companies that are planning layoffs that maybe they just don't know about or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But so far, I don't think I know anybody personally yet. Or they haven't told me yet. Mm. Maybe. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's really hard to talk about it. Like, even if I don't know, like, if I have a friend who actually got laid off, I'm not sure how comfortable he or she is mm. in sharing that. I, I mean, unless they're looking for a job, then maybe they'll share it with you. But like, to actually broadcast it, I'm not sure if. Well, at least the friends that I know, I'm not sure if they would they would do that. I don't know if they. I don't know if anybody would like broadcast it, but I think. I don't know if I would broadcast it either. I think it would just be like, I think I would be pretty quiet about it actually. I think I'd be pretty quiet so about you, you it. So you won't be the one, you won't be the one that posted on LinkedIn, hey, I really love working in XXX company. No. I met with a lot of cool people, but sorry, you know, I got laid off. No, so that's, anyone has I'm, okay. One of my biggest fears, this is so stupid. I've never told anybody this, but one of the things that I was scared about leaving is my, <laughs> how do I even say this without sounding stupid? My department in my company is like really small. So whenever somebody new comes in and joins or leaves, there's a happy hour. And then at the end you have to send like an email like, Thanks for making yeah, my yeah. life great here. Reach out, blah, blah, blah. That is yeah, my yeah. biggest fear. I do not want to do that. I like don't want to. What do you mean? I, what do you mean is your biggest fear? What part of it I don't is wanna, your fear? I don't want to. I don't want a happy hour. I don't want the attention. I don't want people talking to me about why I'm leaving or where I'm going. And I don't want to send an email because I can't send. I have to like pick the people that the email goes to, right? that's awful yeah, yeah and i don't want to do that um, i don't want to make it a big deal and that's like it really stresses me out to like a stupid degree okay i can speak it from my experience because i have done that you've done it yeah job when i left it yeah and it's actually good and bad if you think about it right the good thing is you pick the people you email to so those that you didn't include you they deep down know like you don't like them <laughs> like that's the first thing but you, you cannot indirectly tell them like you know you're not important during <laughs> my time here okay or you know you backstab me somehow during my work here right um and one thing i quickly realized um is that no matter how good of a work you do uh like we are easily replaceable mm. 
right like 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 let's say let's say you know in my previous company i was doing a lot in my team right mm -hmm. and i leave the next day yeah today they go happy hour and say oh you know mario man you did so good job we miss you blah 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 you leave the next day they will hire someone else and yeah. play my role and that's it and except except for a few right for a few you're really close to like they even till this day i'm a really good friend with them also like um those that work in the past and and so yeah those are the people that I actually keep that i'm still like you know like keeping in touch with mm -hmm. but for the most part i think like <laughs> especially in the working relationship like people just yeah like they'll reach out to you when you are there when you, once you leave for a while they just like you're, you're not part of your life anymore mm. so um that's one thing i realized after i left my first company yeah mm. and it's kind of tricky also like so like like you talk about like emailing you know people that hey you know this is my last day at x company and Here's my LinkedIn, here's my phone number, mm. blah, blah, mm -hmm. reach out, right? What I found is that out of, let's say, like 100 people that you send to, there are probably only three or four people that you're really close to that would actually respond to you or actually, like, you know, slack you and say, hey, can, can we meet and talk, blah, blah, blah. The rest of the people just feel like, I just feel like it's a thin air. Like, I didn't even feel any. They didn't feel anything. Yeah, um, and like so, those emails, most of them are just like, "Here's my email address," or like, "Here's my LinkedIn." And the people that I actually care about, they already have that. You know, like they have <laughs> yeah, my exactly. phone number, and we're like already it's just friends. A, exactly. It's just a for honestly, it's just a formality and. Pro professionalism <laughs> play here right? <laughs> and so yeah you never know because the next person the, the next company they work at maybe that person is your next boss who knows right mm. um, it's yeah to me it's more like just for formality and not really for i mean of course there are times where like you're actually sincere about sending those emails mm. but honestly most of the time like you said, the people that care about you, they already have a contact info. Yeah. <laughs> there's no need. There's no need to actually sending one more time. Um, but yeah, and I also realized this is like, especially your, like your, my first job when I first left, I felt one. I felt really bad that I left, and you felt bad when you left. Yeah, I just felt. I mean, I did so. Hmm, how do I say? There were multiple reasons why I left the company. I actually like the company culture. It's just that there are certain things happening in the team that I didn't really like. And there were some opportunity that I should have gotten but didn't get. Mm. And so, and also I think I was very hungry in terms of like ambitious about like learning a lot of things and doing a lot of things, which wasn't fulfilled i guess in the team that i was in so that's the reason why mm. and not not so much about like that you know the people in the team is bad like the people in the team is fine it's just like those kind of elements that made me want to pursue more hence i go to startup because i know startup they're gonna drive you to the ground <laughs> and working you hard to the bone right so that's the reason why i went there to begin with um so 
yeah, quitting is never a fun thing to do, I would say. There were definitely a lot of emotion that come to play, especially like two weeks leading to like actual quitting day. I, I just felt like, oh man, you know, is this actually the right decision that I'm making here? And, um, you know, it's really hard because it's very rare that you leave a company and go work somewhere and actually come back to the same company. I, I, I need to read the stats on this, but like the, to me, I felt the chances are really low that you leave the current company, you know, go work somewhere, and then come back to the same company. You know, it's actually more common than I expected. I didn't expect really? it either because like, if you leave a company, hmm. you're leaving because you didn't like it or something wasn't good or you found something better. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. a lot of people I've worked with are people who left the company went somewhere else for like a year or two then they came back and Hmm. part of it from what i heard is like they just realized like it actually wasn't better or this job is just maybe easier or like it's yeah overall just better and like they didn't i don't know but there's there's a lot more of it than i really expected like a lot more Mm. yeah if anything i would say the gym at my previous company the gyms at my previous company is like it's like the best i've been thus far um (laughs) and i think the culture i really like uh well because I, i play sports like i play multiple sports so like being in that kind of company actually kind of nice uh, like I'm always up to date with sports and things, mm-hmm. but outside of that, though, I think it's tough. I think yeah, it's not just about work, but also the location of the work. Um, as I mentioned last time, it's like the rain just gets me after a while. Like even though I I try to like ignore it for a while, it just gets to me after a bit. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's kind of like the hard thing about working. Um, Especially if you build a relationship for a long time. Like if you work at a company, like, I think if you work at a company over three years, at that point, like, you build a lot of relationship with the people there, and it's kind of hard to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, sometimes, you know, you just got to think of your own interests. I used to think, like, oh, you know, I always think about, like, the team's interests. But I'm so wrong. I was so wrong. I was like a rookie when I first joined. And I was like, man, you know, I was thinking about this, about that. And then I talked to a lot of people who were more experienced than I am. Then they were telling, they, they told me the specific sentence, like, you are replaceable. Don't don't even think too much about it. Like, just, just care about what your own well-being. Don't care too much about others because you can be replaced anytime. Yeah. Um, and that kind of helped me kind of moving forward and progress and even like at work these days and not these days like ever since I left my first company the way I interact with my coworker is very different now um, I think I'm more immersed into American uh, I guess corporate culture now because I used to <laughs> in my first job what? Not gonna lie, I'm pretty sure you talked to my all my ex coworker in my previous company. They know this, but like, when I work at my previous company, I just treat everyone like my family. Like, like I just tell them everything. I just 
you know, try to do whatever they ask me to do mm. and try to be really close to everyone as if they're my friend. So there's no boundary when you do that. Mm-hmm. And there's pros and cons, right? Pros is like you're closer to people, easier for relationship, right? You can talk to people more closely, easier to get things done. On the backside is um, because there's no boundary, uh, people can take advantage of you. Uh, if you, and a lot of time you don't realize it because you just treat everyone like you're so close to them and so ever since then uh, I kept my boundary pretty clear like work and personal life like I try not to mix it in at all um, and not sure if it's that's, that's a good change or not but for me it's definitely different than I used to be maybe that's just like a part of growing up in working settings uh, that I can experience over the years and yeah that's that's where i am but i'm not sure if you have changed i feel like you're the same at work or <laughs> at personal life but correct me if i'm wrong but i just feel like you are the same uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the same i think i've gotten uh i think i've gotten a little bit more jaded maybe i think i'm just more tired recently (laughs) that i'm like "Eh, it's whatever it's not like it's not that i'm different by any means it's more that i'm not i'm not putting in the effort anymore it's kind of the same as if like if i was tired of hanging out with you you'd get like a 50 percent lily energy and that's kind of how Mm. it is with work so it's not really like I'm I'm keeping boundaries between life and work. It's more just I'm tired, so therefore you will get less slowly <laughs> than normal. <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think you know, like whatever works for for you, I think that's probably the best. Um, and so, given we have good news and bad news that we talked about. Um, <laughs> I want to end with a good note is that thinking of the bright side where the powerball reset now to whatever million you still can win whatever million if you buy it well it's not worth I only want to buy it if it's one if it's one plus billion (laughs) oh my god for me it doesn't matter just give me even two million I take it (laughs) I take it I'll grow that two million to some x number of millions (laughs) <laughs> two millions too small now i've already when you told when you asked when we were talking about breaking down how how we would spend 700 million i was breaking it into 100 million chunks anything less than mm. that i can't i don't know how to use my brain with you know two millions nothing it doesn't yeah you can break more. into you can break into like thousand dollar chunk it still it still works it still works it's just that you have smaller amount now to work with ah uh, um, fine fine i guess i'll accept it if you're if you're gonna give me two yeah. million dollars i would happily accept it if i win 1.9 billion i wouldn't have money to give <laughs> uh, and yeah also recently i think one last thing before we kind of call off here is I think I mentioned it last time that I'm planning to switch my badminton rackets to mm-hmm. Victor. Oh yeah. Rackets. And one thing I can say is that the Victor racket is really hard to buy in US. Um, so 
<laughs> if any of listener is in Taiwan or planning to come back from Taiwan, let me know. What? I need to ask you to buy some rackets uh, for me. What? But, <laughs> no, but 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 yeah, I think there were a couple rackets that I was looking at. Um, they sell it here, but it's definitely like slightly pricier than if you were to buy it in Taiwan. Mm. But yeah, um, <laughs> there's also multiple tournament coming up, which not very sure whether I'm going this time. Still debating, but we'll see. Um, You're not gonna go. Uh, there's one next week, but well, I mean, like I said I think CK is going to his Blackpink. Oh yes. Um, oh, I yeah. see. I see. So. Uh, I mean, I might play single too. There's there's also a singles game that I could play. You should just go to the Blackpink concert. How go through the back door? I think it's already <laughs> the right. I think the the tickets are all sold out. Probably at not. This point. Probably not. The ones that um at the at least Atlanta one, they were really cheap because people were trying to get rid of them because uh, they couldn't end up selling them so they sold them cheaper than they bought them so they were actually pretty cheap so i from what i heard like atlanta events like it wasn't filled up so if you go there like five minutes before the show whatever it was like very dirt cheap yeah but i think in la one uh, it's tricky la I don't is know. always you I, know, think, all, I think you'd all be of surprised. this influencer Oh, really? I think mm. you'd be surprised okay. mostly because I think there are a lot of reviews saying that people, fans were a little disappointed with this tour. That it's like not. How so? Maybe like oh, not high energy not enough good? or something. They were, oh. they were a little disappointed okay. with it. Mm. Okay. If it is $20 per ticket, $20. I will go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you don't like Blackpink at all, do you? Only twenty dollars. No, I really like Blackpink, but I don't think I really like Blackpink. But I just don't like watching my stars from like far away, where I have to watch the screen to see them. It's like <laughs> I'm just going there for a vibe. I'm not going there for. That's I true. I want to see them up close. That's true. Yeah. I, I I'm willing to pay four hundred if. One, I get an autograph or I get a hug. Yeah, four hundred worth, totally worth. I pay like four hundred. But if I'm watching from like one mile away, I don't know if twenty dollars even worth me. Mm. Just watching from one mile away. Mm. I think for if you get the right ticket, if you, like a high touch, like a high five, it's probably gonna be about three four hundred dollars. High five? What do you mean by the high fiving? The yeah. So for a lot of K-pop artists, they have an event called the High Touch, and so you can mm. like. <laughs> you Do can they like... have that for Blackpink? I don't I know. I so. I don't know, but that's a, like a very common, very common K-pop artist thing. Um, one of my friends actually went to their fan meeting and like talked to each of them and like gave them gifts and they got like mm. signed stuff and all that. So it's possible you can mm. you can you can talk to them. It's... I think I have a better luck just eating around in K Town and then be able to see. Them in <laughs> <LA>. <laughs> this is true. Then, right, I'm gonna be like looking at maybe Lisa or someone else like Instagram. And be like, mm, where are they going? Okay, let me go eat there. Mm, this maybe is I true. Can meet them in person. But also, it's kind of creepy. Like, if you actually call them out while they're eating, 
It's gonna be like I'm eating, bro. Where are you talking yeah, to me? Yeah, don't be, don't be creepy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's why I think it's probably not a, either way, not a good idea. Um, <laughs> but but if it's cheap enough, I might I might go. Uh, I think my, I don't know. My friend that went to Atlanta, they say it was good. But maybe like you said, re- review is probably mixed. Maybe some people were asking for more and they didn't deliver. Mm. But you know who knows, right? Mm. So. Yeah, so yeah, with that I think that's pretty much all we have. And uh, good luck to those buying more Powerball and Mega Million, and uh, <laughs> supporting supporting the scholarship for the Georgian students. Um, so yeah, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast as we kind of almost wrapping up for the year, right? In a few more weeks here, and so expect more topics coming along before the year ends around our well the kind of goals that we set in the beginning of the years right i think we, we talked a little bit about those in the beginning about like mm. one hike a week or one book a month all those things which some of them like falter quite mm-hmm. horribly for me but um yeah we'll talk about those and then kind of wrap up the year with um maybe even our thought like on like this whole year like podcasting um it's definitely been a lot i would say <laughs> actually i mean one one podcast a week doesn't sound a lot but actually yeah if you look back now we are on episode like what 38 39 at this point it's quite a lot um so and definitely i, I do feel maybe we'll reflect this on the episode specifically but i think one thing i would say is that the way I express or talk about things is better now. Like if you don't believe me, you can go back to episode two or three and hear how I talked back then. Compared to now, it's very different. Um, so now I'm a, a bit thinking more coherently before I speak uh, compared to before. Mm. And less stuttering with, you know, um or like or all those like words that probably like causing you a headache. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is that I'm pretty grateful where we are today and mm. we'll talk more about it in that episode so yeah before we go off any last thing you want to talk about um, or anything you want to reflect on mm. no you're right like good luck to everybody doing the doing more lottery tickets I know some of my friends, because they bought the $100 worth of credit, they have more money left mm. for lottery tickets. So good luck to them. Hmm. Hmm. Anything else? Well, that's the first. I didn't know that you could actually get credit from doing that. So I might look into it. Yeah. It's technically free money. Question mark, question mark. You know. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's free money if you lose it back to them. <laughs> because the chance is so rare that you're going to win it. Right? So it's like, it's really hard. Uh, mm. but, but yeah, good luck to your friend, whoever get that $50 credit. Yeah, they'll try. They'll try their best. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Uh, nope. Not, not for me. Cool. Uh, yeah otherwise you know thanks everyone for listening in and if you like our pod follow us on instagram bbypod or email us at bbypod at gmail.com 
and we'll see you guys next week bye bye one two